0: What's going on, Sacramento soccer friends, and welcome to episode 21 of the number one soccer specific podcast in Sacramento, the Sacktown FC Podcast. Part of the Beautiful Game Network, this unique network is home to hundreds of podcasts supporting all teams in the USL and many in the MLS. Check out their page at bgn.fm. My name is John, and as usual, I am joined by Luis. Luis, how are you doing this evening? Doing
1: good, John. I'm super excited for, for tonight's podcast. I mean, it's going to be a little different than other podcasts we've had. You know, We're going to be able to draft our, our best team of 11 players. I'm excited to talk about you know, players from all kinds of times.
0: So today we are, again, doing something fun um, with the draft, as Luis just said. But first, let's introduce tonight's guest, brought to you by the Makuni Dreamline. It is our pleasure to have YouTube sensation Uttery bro follower and our bridge member since 2014, John John. John John, what's up, my man? And how are you going on, guys? Thanks for having me. I'm doing great, appreciate the invite, and thank you guys. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, get started. So, tonight, we're gonna do something a little different. Instead of Luis and I providing our 11 for the Republic, we actually put that on John John to make sure he knew his 11. We didn't tell him that we had our own eleven of international from Europe and South America, but John John is going to be providing us the content for his top eleven in Republic history. So, without further ado, I sound
1: like Freddie, I do. But let's get started. <laughs> JJ, uh, how did you fall in love with the game of soccer? Uh,
2: well, I played. I played when I was a kid. Um, I wasn't really good. Um, crazy story is I was born club-footed, um, so I didn't really have use of my feet very well. Um, I had a lot of surgeries. I got made fun of a lot. I was kind of bullied as a kid. Um, but one thing I did like was, you know, I I, I, liked, I enjoyed running still. I enjoyed playing. I tried to do all the things I could. Um, but um, soccer was just one of the things that I loved doing. Um you know, I saw kids playing all the time and, you know, I begged my parents to let me play. They wouldn't let me play because um, they would always tell me that, well, you can't play cause your feet. And so I was like, no, but I want to play. You know, I was a little, I was a kid. that I was very persistent trying to trying to figure it out or just wanting to do things. And, uh, my mom basically signed me up and, you know, I played a few games and sure enough though, my feet were hurting. So because I had multiple surgeries and then when I was a baby, um, But there was still one thing that I stuck to. I stopped playing um, in elementary school. And then I went back again in seventh grade or yeah, seventh grade. No, eighth grade. Played again. And then that took me out because I fractured my foot playing. (laughs) So that was that. But I would say basically when I was a kid was probably when, when I discovered soccer. And I enjoyed I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, you know, just basically rec soccer. That was really i never really played after that but that was basically my my journey through it starting it
0: so then with that being said how did you continue this this idea of supporting the republic after this experience of playing soccer growing up
2: um i so it wasn't really um the friends i hung out with were jocks but they weren't really surrounded by uh, soccer soccer wasn't you know a, a big thing where i grew up Cause I grew up in, in Fresno, so it wasn't really big, uh, well, around the people that I hung out with. Um, and then when I moved out here, I worked with a couple of friends that, that played soccer all their lives, and they grew up. And I was, that's kind of when I started getting into it a little bit more again. Um, and it wasn't until, um, I guess, 2013, uh, my coworker, he was actually telling me about Republic, and he's like, man, it's going to be cool. You know, he kept telling me all these stories, and I was kind of like, oh, okay, that sounds great. He was the one that kind of pushed me into it. Not he didn't push me into like knowing the team, but it was then I went to um, when they were still at uh, Sac City. I got tickets. My friend just gave me two tickets to go to a game, and it was. I I invited a friend of mine, and we went, and you know, I was like, man, this is this is crazy. It was it was dope. You know, there was just the stadium was just filled. People were were yelling and screaming and shouting. And you know, it, it that's basically how I fell in love with it again. It was just you know, it was just an all it's different than a football game. It's different than a basketball game, obviously. There was people standing and cheering and, and clapping and doing all these things and um, you know, that's just kinda I, I just fell in love with it again right then and there. And it wasn't it was even it wasn't even like the beginning of the season, it was probably like maybe mid season maybe.
0: Gotta start somewhere. So that's cool. Well, welcome back to the soccer world. We're we're glad that you're a part of everything and we'll get more into kind of what you're doing on the side to not just promote you know a different lifestyle you could say but also the team as well so we'll get more into that as we go yep so let's get into round 1 of tonight's inaugural draft and we are going to start in the back with the man between the posts the goalkeeper so john john you you have chosen the goalkeeper of all time for the Republic, for you, who's your goalkeeper? Okay,
2: so I, had, I was juggling between two of them.
0: <laughs> okay,
2: because um, you know, but I think I have to go with uh, Gleason. Okay, first one. Go, have to...
0: go with Gleason. Okay, and, and what made you? What made Gleason stand out between, besides everybody else,
2: championship man, really. <laughs> he was there. You know, he was. He was really. You know, he was there. He, he did. He did a lot. Of, I think he. he uh did some important important goal saving. He he did. He stood out a little bit more just because. I mean, that was that's when I started coming back to or just following Republic, um, and just some of the games that he had were very memorable. Um, and then upon meeting the guy, or seeing seeing the guy on the on on the pitch, you know, he was very quiet, kind of like, "Hey, thank you." But meeting the guy after a while, he was just kind of like, "Man, I love you guys. You guys are great." And he's very down to earth, very cool guy. So. I just have to go with him because that's part of the reason why. But, you know, I I just think championship season was a, was a, was a time where I – that's why I pick him, basically.
0: Fair enough.
1: Since, you know, he, he mentioned Republic, too, I think I'm going to do Republic and then non-Republic. Um, okay. So I'll actually do two starting 11. So Republic, definitely Josh Cohen. I mean, I, I was sad to see him, you know, go to Israel. But, you know, it's good for him because, you know, he deserves to go to Europe. Um, but you know, he just, you know, he, he wasn't afraid of coming out and, you know, just like blocking any forward that just, you know, came our way and, you know, the guy just did some amazing saves. And I think out of all the goalkeepers we've had, like I haven't seen a goalkeeper that has stood out more than, than he did, you know? So yeah, I would choose him and then non-republic, uh, I would choose, and you guys might not be familiar with them. But um, Cruz Azul actually had a goalkeeper in the the 70s back when, you know, we we won a couple of championships called uh, Miguel Marin. He was from Argentina. Um, He was nicknamed Superman because just like Superman, it looked like he was flying. Um, You know, unfortunately, of course, I wasn't born back then, (laughs) so I never got the chance to actually see him live. But um, just seeing some of the replays from back then and, you know, seeing some of his saves was like, it was amazing it was like he was like out of this world and you know i i know he played like a game or two for argentina but i'm really surprised that like he didn't play more games for them because this guy was something else and if you guys were to see some of his videos you guys would be like yeah this guy should have probably played in europe (laughs) like he deserved to be there nice well
0: for me i'm i'm Gonna, I'm going to go with what I what I wanted to do originally. That was my 11 all time, and I'm going with the Great Dane Peter Schmeichel between the posts. Mm. You know, a man who was intimidating in his size and stature, not just because he took up so much space between the posts, but when you saw him walk on the pitch, he he had this this. It was just something about him that made him stand out, but besides everybody else. So I'm going the Great Dane Peter Schmeichel as my goalkeeper.
1: So, um, J.J., um, who would you say is your favorite Republic player from the past and then also from the present season?
2: From the past, I would say probably Ivan Mirkovich from the past. He was one of those guys that was very – he didn't care, you know. He went out and got a yellow card, got a red card, and he didn't care. There was a couple of times, a couple of watch parties, where we had a couple of – we would place a bet and see when, when he would get a yellow card, in a match. (laughs) So, you know, almost every game he would get one. Um, um, Currently, I can't talk really about this, this season because obviously we've only played one, Uh, (laughs) um, but actually, actually, well, I can say maybe these young guys, I forget their names, but these two young guys, the two young guys that came from the Academy, um, I could probably say, well, I'll just talk about them for a little bit. Like I think. Argus
0: and uh, Panagos.
2: Yes. Those guys. They're very, um, I think they're promising. We'll see you know they're young, they're talented, and I think we I think they have a lot to to offer. Um, I think it's gonna be fun to watch them and just kind of go all out. I mean, when you get young guys like that, they're not really with the right leadership, they won't be afraid. and I think that you know they kind of they're're they're, they're, they're gonna step up a lot if we get to play this season. <laughs> Um, you know, um, but I think those guys are going to be fun to watch. So I'll, I'll pick those two guys right now.
1: Moving on in our uh, starting 11, uh, who would you pick as the defenders out in your formation?
2: Defenders? want to be Jeremy Hall. A great guy, very strong, very good leader. Um, Mike DeFont. Uh, Mickey Daly and Elliot Horde. And those guys are just very very strong back there and I think they did very well if we were put all them together probably one they'd probably be unstoppable see what about
1: you John
0: so I'm my formation is going to be a 3-4-3 three, three, and I'm going it pains me to say this but I'm <laughs> going Virgil van Dijk in my defense with Paolo Maldini and Cafu Ooh. so I'm going with those three in the back and Virgil uh, made it because he played for Celtic not because he plays for Liverpool uh, Paolo Maldini, because he could—he essentially could stop anybody. His tackling ability and everything else was was second to none. Nobody could get past him. And then Kafu because he could play that wing position. He could attack. He had great footwork, and I thought he was uh, a present-day player in the past. So uh, those are my three in the back.
1: I'm gonna go with the three-four-three three. Um, back, and this is I'm uh, starting with the uh, SRFC. Um, I'm going with Shannon Gomez and Jordan McCurry and Mitch Tainer. Yeah. As as my three. I mean, Shannon and Jordan, I mean, you we know they're pretty fast out on the wing. And, you know, if you give them a little space, like they'll just, you know, go all the way up front too. So you always, you always want those players too, like not afraid of going up. Um, and then Mitch, I mean, anytime we have a corner kick, always there and you know always giving us you know that good arrow advantage too so they de- definitely definitely there in my pick um if i look at my overall or uh, my um non-republic starting 11 uh, again i would go with same formation 343 three. Uh, out back i would go with uh, roberto carlos and uh, sergio ramos and then Fabio cannavaro i mean all three world cup winners <laughs> i mean like, you, you can't Say any more than that you know like they all three were leaders in their squad and you know they're just they're admirable i mean whether it was a free kick or you know out in the corner kick with circuit ramos like these guys you know they they, they were always you know like a, a threat from this wall even though they were defenders so yeah definitely <laughs> i would have these three guys out back
0: solid, solid out back or solid back there and we'll be back after this word from our official unofficial sponsor shout out to our official unofficial sponsor new glory beer our friends are now selling kegs for their shelter in place special out of their locations for a hundred dollar deposit order one of three choices in citra dream breakfast hustle and do even mosaic bro and don't forget that you'll deliver to your door in california they won't bring your keg to the door yet Check them out today at newglorybeer.com.:
1: All right, John, John, you ready for round three? I hope so. All right. <laughs> so um, what would you say you missed the most, you know, during this, you know, mortarium or break, you know, that we're all having to go through right now?
2: Um, really, man, it's, it's been difficult, really. I mean, I'm still working, which is good for me. Um, but a lot, I've really been missing just seeing people. Um, I'm very involved in, in supporter group, Tower Bridge Battalion, um, and, uh, just basically that, that's basically a family for me now. Um, so seeing all those people there, like it's, it's, it's fun when I see them. Um, you know, we share drinks, we, we eat, we have a good time. Um, and that's probably one of the, one of the things I missed. That's my, that was my outlet, you know, that's my, my social gathering, um, and just being able to just do whatever i want and be whoever i want just be me basically um not worrying about anything uh so being at the matches is is, is just you know for me it, it's it's more than just a game you know it's, it's fun it's family it's it's you know something i look forward to every week um, so that's kind of one thing that's been kind of been up not upsetting but just kind of you know a little bit depressing a little bit of you know been sad a little bit um you know i'm on a group text with a bunch of friends from from tower bridge battalion um you know we we text each other every day we're just always just saying the obnoxious and weird stuff saying each other memes and stuff and it's it's always fun um and we we started doing shots every saturday on a, on a group call <laughs> so we'll call each other we'll do a group call uh phone call you know basically give you do a shot with each other real quick because we can't meet up so um there's at least a few faces i get to see every now and then but you know just the whole thing about just being there and being amongst family
1: and friends yeah no definitely i mean it's i mean it's 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 been hard i think to to not have you know any games and you know especially you know us you know all of us being like big fans of the team and you yeah. know you know also being a part of tower Bridge battalion too and missing those chance and i think I think you know what probably makes it worse is that, you know, we were we were coming from preseason, you know, so we had already, you know, had like what like two or three months, you know, without without it and then first game, then this hits us. So I mean it's it sucks that it happened, you know, when it happened, but you know, optimistic that hopefully, you know, one of these days of coming, hopefully soon, we'll wake yeah. up and, you know, like they'll they'll say like, Hey, there's there's a there's a new vaccine and like you know, everyone can go back to their normal lives in like two, three weeks, and then you know we could just have like an official day all set up for for USL. So hopefully,
2: yeah, it was crazy because uh, one time too, I was I was uh, I was doing shooting my my for my YouTube channel shooting there at the at the preseason game, and it, it's just crazy how we were just making we were kind of making jokes about the virus. You know, like people were saying that they're not drinking Corona because of it, because of what it's called or whatever, you know, but we're over there, we're over there joking about it. And then, you know, two weeks later we're, you know, on lockdown and, you know, just like, it's just, it's just amazing and crazy how, how just, just like that, you know, almost with a snap of fingers, just everything can change. And so it's just crazy out
1: there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a crazy, crazy situation that we're going through. So, move on to round three in our starting 11 so who do you got for the midfield
2: i'm gonna go i'm gonna go uh, ivan merkovich like i said earlier bulldog we call him the bulldog um matt lagrassa and Octavio guzman and of course roro the legend himself roro oh
1: yeah of course yeah legendary legendary roro how about you john so for my midfield, I'm
0: going with uh, Johan Cruyff, Zidane, Messi, and the prison um, or the incarcerated Ronaldinho for my uh, for my four in <laughs> the midfield. And I feel like there's a lot of flair there, and also some possession with uh, Cruyff being able to play. Defense and forward, then kind of holding everything together, allowing Messi and Ronaldinho to do their thing. So it should be a, an interesting midfield.
1: Yeah, that would be be an interesting one. So um, on my end, uh, starting with um, SRFC, I would go with uh, Tabio Guzman, Tabo. Um, of course, our legendary uh, Rodrigo Lopez, and Danny Barrera, like that guy, that guy, that was. Great, he scored so much like meaningful goals and not. I still remember the the one against uh, Chivas too. That was a really good one. And then of course uh, Kevin Aleman, uh, which you know I, I wish he would have stayed for this season. It would have been cool because the guy was like fearless. You know he went through some injuries himself too, and you know he came back and he was back at it. And yeah. It's,
2: that, yeah, it's I think with game. that, you barely even got to see anything from him. Like I think he's barely. Barely be like we're barely being able to see anything. Just you know, he's ready to explode, and then boom—he's not here anymore. That sucks.
1: Yeah, yeah. It it was a shame, you know, because he came back from that injury, and then we were like, okay, you know, okay, like you know, give him some more games, because you know, he he had some plays, you know, like he. he just, I mean, he was—he was cool. He was a cool person too. Got to meet him as well. So, yeah, it was—it was a shame that all of a sudden, you know, like he just kind of left. Yeah. So those those would be my four for SRFC, and then if we looked at the historic midfield, that'd be kind of controversial too. But I would actually have Cristiano and Messi in my midfield. Um, <laughs> you know, it's everyone's probably dream to have both of them in in well, one so team cool too. You right now, man, you're going know, with <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo. He's more concerned about the way he looks. Man, I'm, I don't even know what to <laughs> say with you right now. <laughs> I, I, mean, I think that. it would be interesting, you know, see, see them both. And you know, I mean, hopefully they would get along and all that too. But, you know, if you got both of them, you know, playing and, and, you know, understanding each other and, you know, not, you know, letting eagles aside, I think you could have something interesting there. And then joining them, I would have, of course, Ronaldinho, uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, a legend in prison at the moment. But... <laughs> I would have him there, and then um, Zinedine Zidane. I mean, anything he touched, you know, it was like magic too. So, yeah, be my Especially
0: fort. if he touched you with his head, it was a headbutt.
1: Oh yeah, especially that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that was a strong head. <laughs> I don't
0: know. He still, but he he still flopped. I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think so. No. If there had there been bar, that probably would have been reversed.
0: <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. And the World Cup, that World Cup would have been drastically different had Sidan not been been sent off but he was so we move on so john john uh what are your expectations of the club once they make it into mls
2: oh man obviously the dream is to win the cup again and to continue to wear continue to win continue to you know go forward um at first, I wasn't a big fan of MLS um, just because of the, uh, the you know, just the commercial aspect of it. Um, uh, you know, I, I can always say that I enjoy where we're at right now and, and see that because you know, we're a very tight-knit group. Um, but obviously, it's something that's good for our community to be at the top tier in our country. Um, and so... It's definitely something to look forward to as far as, you know, creating more jobs, creating more, creating more within our community. Um, our, I believe that it bring a different type of group of people that enjoy the game more. I mean, right, even right now, there's not a lot of people that even know who Republic is. Um, you know, sometimes they're like, Oh, what's that? Or who are you? Oh, there's a soccer game and people don't really know. They don't know, you know, um, so I just think it's just bringing, just bringing. Once we get the MLS, it'll bring more people around, um, bring more revenue to the city. It's it's going to be fun. It's going to be something different out there. I mean, downtown has changed a lot um, just with the Kings Arena, um, and just that whole scene is just different um, with the new stadium there. I just think it's going to be just an awesome time. I just look forward to just you know sh- sharing sharing what we love, sharing how we celebrate, sharing how we enjoy the game. And really, you know, I tell people this all the time, you know, I want to be, you know, 80 years old at the pub, you know, just sitting there waiting for the match to start. And while the next group of kids, the next generation ready, just march into the stadium next, you know, like I want people to look at me and be like, oh, that's who that guy is. You know, like, I look forward to that. We're building something for our kids and for the next group of people just that are coming in and that's really something I look forward to just for that future aspect where my grandkids at least see and know, oh, that's, you know, my grandpa, he did this, he did that with the club way before when. And, uh, but, it, you know, I look to that future and just see something great happening and just, I just hope it lasts really. That's what I look forward
0: to. Nice. So let's get into those forwards. So uh, John, John, go ahead and um, give us your, uh, your forwards for your eleven. <laughs>
2: I'm going to go Cameron Iwasa and Tommy Stewart. Both guys. Cameron's just an outstanding player. He's been showing up a lot. He's broken a few records. He's broken some goal records. Tommy Stewart, I think, is very agile. However, I think we didn't get to see a lot of him also. I still think that there was a lot more to him that we could have seen and expected. But overall, good guys as well, too. You know, I met both of them. Uh, they were really cool dudes and I think that uh, I think they would they would play well right there.
1: Luis? Um SRFC wise I'm gonna go with uh Wilson Nisha. You know who who didn't like you know his weather with Wilson and you know he, he was cool and seeing him celebrate with the you know trademark archer celebration was, was really cool. I mean it's a shame that he also left too, but he, he was a cool guy too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh and then of course, you know, Cameron Iwasa. I mean, he's our top goal scorer and always gotta have him there. And also our um Podcast Magic founder um Gillian Bijev.
0: Oh you put him up front. All right. Pointed
1: him up front, yeah, yeah. Like just, give him
0: some run. Billy, you hear that? You're 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 giving some run up front, man.
1: Yeah. I had him, you know? I was like, oh man, I'm out of the <laughs>
0: Put that him in the midfield more... on, on, his, on his side, that he on his left side, where he can get to his right foot and put uh, some golosos in. You put him up front. All right. Up front, yeah.
1: Yeah, I want him to have more more chances at goal, of course. Um, historic. I'm going to go two of these historic players or, you know, some of the players that they say are, like, arguably maybe the two probably best uh, forwards in history. Um, and I would go with uh, Pelé. He loved the game. I mean, this guy, I mean, you guys know everything. <laughs> I mean, hes he was like the old Ronaldinho of his time, you know, always had a smile to him. It's like the ball just came to him. Like he didn't even have to do much, <laughs> just came to him, and then he knew what to do when, when he had it. Um, and then the other player is uh, Garrincha, uh, oh. you know, Sadly, you know, there's not that much out there for him. A, he's more like a, like a legend, like an unseen legend for the most part. Um, yeah. But the stories that people tell, and, you know, you hear people that, you know, played in, in that time, and then people that played maybe in the 70s, 80s, and, and they, they know more of him, and they, you know, saw him more. And so yeah. they, they say, you know, that he, everything he touched turned into gold too. So, so, so pretty much, you know, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, a lot of people say he was better than Pele. A lot of people actually put him as like the just number one, like in general. And then in the middle, you guys probably might not know him too, but you know he's he's one of our historic Cruzul players. Would, um, his name is Carlos Hermosillo. Um, cool guy. I mean, he's pretty tall too. I put him as a center forward, but he he went through a lot in the, the last championship that Cruzul had back in uh, '97. We, we were playing, you know, during times when like, you know, um, the golden goal was a thing. You know, you score, yep. you win the championship, or, you know, you pass on to the next round. And so it was the final game. We were down 1-0. We were at extra time. The coach decided to to put him in despite the fact that he, he had an injury. I forgot exactly where it was. I think maybe it was in his ribs or something. He went in as a sub, and he was actually wearing a, um, a bulletproof vest just to, you know, get him through. And the coach apparently, you know, always says that, you know, he didn't want to risk him. He didn't want to like put him in unless, you know, like there was a situation where he probably should come in and probably just for a couple of minutes because of course, you know, he was going through all this, but he was the kind of player who he he would have played injured, you know, anyway. So he, he comes in and then, you know, shortly after he's in this play with the goalkeeper, he's down and the goalkeeper just like, just, like, um, kicks him in his uh, face. Kicks him so bad that he starts bleeding. Like, it's it's just, like, a crazy scene. Um, Had it been during this time, you know, he probably would have been out. And, you know, they would have been like, all right, someone else shoot the penalty. But back in the 90s, you know, they, they didn't care. You know, they just, you know, made sure, like, okay, he's good. He doesn't have to go out. He can stay in. If he can shoot the penalty, he can shoot it. So he shoots the penalty. And when you look at it on TV, like, he's – you could still see he's bleeding. Like, they – like, he's still bleeding. So, it's – it was a really epic moment because, you know, he shoots it, he scores it, we're champions, and he has, like, blood running all over him. So, you know, this guy was a was a warrior in his time. And, you know, he's he's one of our historic top goal scorers too. So, definitely would have, have him up there. Wow. It's
0: a cool story. I never – I never heard the uh full – Story. I didn't know he had a bulletproof vest on.
1: Yeah, it, it was crazy. I just found out like recently too, and I was like, "Wow, that was that was a lot." But you know, when you have players like that, that you know they they just want to go out there and play. They don't care, you know how how bad they could be injured. Like it's it's admirable.
0: Yeah, for sure. um So for my forwards, I'm going first off. I got to start with um, the Swedish assassin, Zlatan. Ibrahimovic. Um, that guy just has a knack for goal. I mean, he can he can never miss. It seems like he shoots goals from half field or a goalie plays a ball out. And he's able to beat him. Um, my second forward is the original Ronaldo. Um, he, you know, I think there was only one time in his historic career where he couldn't perform at the highest. And that was in France, 98 where he was ill, wasn't ill Wasn't Ill the night before the game. And then my, my other forward is Pele. Um, Pele holds a special place in my heart. I lost my uncle. Um, gosh, almost last 10, 12 years ago. Uh, probably more than that. I can't can't remember off the top of my head, but he was a referee for the NASL when the NASL NASL had started. He was from Scotland, and he always told us stories about meeting Pele. And in fact, if you guys remember the NASL, they had had the soccer ball that had like the blue and red stars on it in the mix. And after one game, um, Pele got the game ball and signed it and handed it to my uncle. Wow. and said thank you so that was a that's a family heirloom and when I, i've i've been a pele fan and before that but even more so now i find as much pele stuff as i can collect uh, to put in the house in the game room here at the at the residence so for me pele uh, is on any of my 11 just because of the person that he was and the way he he put the game on, on the map uh, for Brazil and, and for just the, the heart he had regularly. So that's my, my, uh, my forwards.
1: Yeah. And I mean, like I was saying earlier, like he, he truly enjoyed the game. And um, recently, you know, I watched uh, They did a movie on him. I mean, they've done so many movies of course, but um, there was this one good movie where like they, they literally, you know, they go through his whole story and, you know, just, Knowing you know how humble he was, and, and all the things you know he he did for the game too. I mean, just he was like the he was like the historic you know like the past Beckham you know when he came to the New York Cosmos too. Really like revolutionized a lot of the NASL, and you know a big part of what it was was you know thanks to him when he came, and you know just you know the fact that like he he only had uh, two clubs. Like in his whole career, you know, he only played for uh, Santos and then for the Cosmos. Like you don't really see that during this time, you know. Like you don't really see that like loyalty. I mean, the closest is probably messy because you know he's still been with um, Barca, but it's super rare to see that during this time. And you know, to see that you know he did that, and you know, like he he wasn't you know like I'm sure he had probably tons of offers from Europe, but just the fact that like he he was okay, you know, with staying with his club you know with this first club and then of course he moved out to the New York later a little like shortly after um but you know just the fact that like he he was so loyal to his first team that he was like I'm staying here you know I'm not moving to Europe it it was something else you know it it speaks a lot to him and it speaks that like he wasn't tempted to go somewhere else just because of money like money wasn't really like a huge thing even if you know he got offered more so, I mean, it, it was just amazing. And also, you know, I think seeing all the things that he did, not just for the sport, but outside of the sport, you know, and, and really the person he is, you know, he's, he's really inspirational. Like he has a lot of quotes that can inspire you in your everyday life outside of that. So it's just so cool when you have an athlete that can do those things too and who can go beyond their own sport to, to inspire you. All right, John, John, so we're going to actually uh, cool down now. Now we got our starting 11 and let's go back to, to the questions we had here too. So, you know, you told us earlier that, you know, you have a YouTube channel. That's really awesome too. I mean, creating videos on YouTube is it's really cool, especially, you know, when, when you can do videos for a local community and then the local community can, you know, watch your videos of the games. And it's always cool to, you know, see that behind the scenes thing go on in the stadium or you know things you don't normally see on tv so what inspired you to you know want to provide that content on youtube oh
2: yeah i was just sitting at work one day and um there's a there's a couple guys that i follow on youtube already they're called the buttery bros
0: Um, yeah man
2: (laughs) basically they're they're crossfit enthusiasts and um uh basically they they showed me a different world. I guess you would say a different, a different type of channel. Because um, you know, you 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 have everybody out there already. They want to flex everything that they have. You know, guys showing off their cars, showing off what they're spending money on, showing off their booze or whatever. These guys were different because um, you know they brought the sport and 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 health and healthy living. You know, to YouTube and basically brought it to a whole new level of just fun. And, um, you know, these guys go out there and, and they they meet, meet up with CrossFit athletes and and, and just show a workout and, and have fun while they're doing it. So a lot of people don't think working out isn't fun, but it is. It, you have to enjoy it um, in order to like it. And I, I enjoy working out. I haven't done it in a while, but I do enjoy it. Um, so those guys kind of inspired me. And just the, just the network that they have, I was I was thinking to myself, like, I have my own network here in SAC. Um and, you know, I know I know quite a bit of people um, and I just, you know, if so I go, why don't I show, you know, a little bit behind the scenes of, you know, just Tower Bridge Battalion. Not so much Republic, obviously, because you need some you know, agreement with that, but more just, you know, Tower Bridge Battalion. People, I want people to know us or people just to show different, but people as a supporter group type um, of people, just where we're at and how we do things and, and just get people to know us. Um, I include fitness in it too, so um, my second video I actually posted, I did a workout with uh, Luke Grayfield, who is the strength coach for Republic. Um, he's a good friend of mine and, um, you know, I, he said, yeah, that's fine, go ahead and bring it in. Good thing I had a Saturday off, where I was able to go in and, and just work out with him. And we used to work out a lot together, but now I work Saturday, so I can't work out with him. Um, you know, we did that and it went kind of behind the scenes. Um, at, at the match afterwards, and the tailgate and everything, and just to show people like, look, it's it's a good time. This is fun, and you know, and and to also show Sacramento, um, you know, people think that uh, Sacramento is just boring or this a cow town or whatever. Um, but there's actually a lot to do here besides you know just getting drunk and going to bars and going to clubs. You know, there's a lot to do out here. Um, you know, even just going up the highway a little bit, you know, there's a, a ropes course or something. I think near Auburn which hopefully I'll be able to get to go through um, even just going up to Tahoe, just doing fun things, um, just showing our community with Tower Bridge. I also want to show people the community aspect as far as, you know, outreach and what we're doing to um, just help or even just show what's going on. The last episode I posted yesterday was a group of uh, T V B members and a couple of uh, Republic players that shaved their head for, um, St. Baldrick's, which is raising money for childhood uh, cancer research, for research for childhood cancer. And those are things that people don't see. Um, And, you know, I just want people to be aware of that, that people are always wondering where, you know, where they want to put their money, where they want to put their time. And and there's a lot of outreaches out there. um, And and yearly, Tower Race Italian does a lot of, you know, outreach and does a lot of community things. That nobody knows about, um, so I kind of want to make people aware of it too, uh, just what's going on in our community, and to share it, um, and just to get people motivated to do, to donate, to do their time or share time, whatever it is they can do, um, and, you know, and just to, and basically have fun, you know. If I can make money off it, great, um, but that's not my goal, um, you know. Basically, I'm just having fun, you know. I'm, you know I'm a young guy, no kids, no wife. I can go out and have fun, do some things. So I said, "Why not? You know, just put a camera on my face and other people's face and do it (laughs) and see where it goes." You know, it's just mainly to have fun too, though. You know, but those are a little bit of aspects of what uh, why I did it. Um, I know some people around that can, you know, just hopefully get me viewers. I'm just people kind of see. So another aspect that i want to uh, do is or focus on is uh healthy living um so i want to go around just a few gyms i know a few gym owners a few personal trainers where i can promote healthy living healthy lifestyle healthy eating um so um and just basically get people to move um so i'm going to go around probably into a workout with different personal trainers or different gyms and and, and use that also so a little bit of everything in there so I just really want to have fun with it and see what I can do. It's open. YouTube is a platform where you can do whatever you want, and you'll find some kind of some kind of audience. And so that's what I'm looking forward to do, just find that audience. Hopefully my friends will, will like it and share it. <laughs> so you'll see what happens from there.
0: Yeah, man, uh, we're excited. I know I've, I've thrown it out to you a few times of doing a workout together on, on YouTube or even Instagram Live. So any day, man, let's uh, let's get on it. Even if we have to do a cooking class, I'm in. Uh, whatever we need, whatever we got to do to support and, and push the content and make sure everybody's, you know, still staying staying uh staying alert during this time. I think it'd be good. So, uh, John, John, can you give us some idea of how people can get in touch with you, follow you, subscribe to you? Um, got some handles for us?
2: Yeah. So uh, I'm on Facebook, obviously, JJ Gonzalo. Uh, it's my alias that I use on Facebook, JJ Gonzalo. Um, Instagram is John John Soul Purpose Fit. So again, at John John J O N J O N Soul Purpose Fit, um, and YouTube is JJTV. The only thing with YouTube is that there are um, a few people, few channels with the same. A name so um, look for me. I'm just a guy and i sitting on a couch with the American flag blanket over me holding a bottle or a case of Muscle milk. So that's my picture there um, Probably into the future maybe more in the future as I get more into it. I'll probably change the name eventually just so it can be more Accessible and people can find me easier. Um, but right now it's JJTV. Um, so look for that there and no Twitter right now because I really don't like Twitter so, yeah, you gotta I get
0: on it, man. Twitter's where it's <laughs> at right now.
2: Yeah, I hear that a lot, but it's just too it's too busy for me sometimes. I'm like, eh, I don't like it really. But maybe you follow maybe, us. Maybe in the future I'll get it. We'll see.
0: Yeah, it's never never a bad thing. We could always <laughs> we can always help you with the Twitter idea too. All
1: right. John can manage your account too.
0: That's right. I can manage I can manage two accounts. Let's go. Uh <laughs> wouldn't hurt. But um yeah, no. So but again, whatever we can do, man, um that's why we're here. Part of our, our goal is for the community. Or actually our major goal is the community, getting people out there who are soccer fans, passionate about the sport, talking about what they're doing to help people. And it sounds like your your goal, your aspiration is to help people through fitness. So we really appreciate your time and, and everything else, man.
2: Yeah, no problem. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it. Look forward to doing more of these with you guys. And you know, it's It's fun. Hopefully, we'll be able to do a workout soon. I can't promise you right now, but we'll see. (laughs) Fair enough. Do something. We'll do something.
1: All right. Well, you know, again, you know, thanks for joining us, JJ. And, you know, we look forward to talking to you again soon and maybe doing a collaboration on YouTube as well.
2: Yeah, for sure. You know, you guys, you you know my information now. You just get a hold of me anytime. I'm willing to do whatever.
1: Perfect, man. We look forward to it. Have a good
0: night. Thank you, man. You too. All right. Cheers. All right. Thanks. And we'll be back after this brief message. Today's guests were brought to you by the Makuni Dreamline. Makuni is offering $15 off your order of a platter and has made it easy with the Makuni app. Please make sure to pre-order, stay in your car when you arrive, and they will deliver your meal to you in your car. Visit them today at makunisushi.com or download their
1: app available in the App Store. And we're back. Uh, Once again, you know, thank you to our guest tonight and JJ. Thank you for uh, joining us on our pod. And John, we have some news to share.
0: Local soccer. Um, Registration started. Please check your local league or club and sign your your kid up today. It's a good opportunity. It's a way to to get them out to the game that you may have found uh, an affection for. and, And maybe they find it too. Even if they didn't find it last year, maybe they find it this year. But uh, yeah, sign them up. I, I will be um, a large part of the Granite Bay uh, community this year with my son. He wants to play at the Granite Bay uh, club. So uh, we're going to give that a try and maybe even uh, sponsor a club for uh, Sactown FC. So we'll see. But Yeah, sign, sign your youth up for, uh, for a club. And hopefully if you're out in this area, we, we will see you out there on the, uh, on the pitch.
1: Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday League squad, adult, or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com. So John, as we know, we've mentioned already in the couple of uh, last pods, we actually have our own website now. Yeah, we do. It's it's really great. Um, you guys can find us on. We made it actually easy for you guys to find us, too. Um, you just uh, go on Sacktownfc.com and, you know, you can learn how the show came together. We have an interesting story here. Um, basically, all started on Twitter, and we actually also embedded the actual tweets on our website, so you guys can catch up on that story and then see how, how this all came about. We also talk about ourselves, me, John, and Danny and you know who we are and you know how we came to love this sport and you know you're also able to also see all of our episodes we've done so if if you're the kind of person that you know maybe you don't want to download an app on your phone or maybe you're like me a couple years back where i had a phone that would always run out of storage and you just can't download another app then you can actually listen to our episodes on on the website too so definitely recommend you, you check that out if you'd rather just go on our website and listen to us there. Um, you can also contact us on the website. If you guys have any questions to ask us, if there's something you want to share with us, feel free to contact us on there and, you know, we'll get back to you on there. Um, you can also join our squadron or we call it the squadron. It's pretty much our form of supporters group or you can get access to our Slack channel, you know, entrance or lottery for Mikuni or new glory functions with us. And, you know, even get some swag, like stickers. Um, we're working on, you know, actually creating some t-shirts, polo shirts, probably jerseys too, with our logo. And, you know, what better than using our new logo?
0: That's right. And you can also find us on our social media platforms of Twitter and Instagram with the at Town FC, we also have a facebook page that's sacktown fc podcast we do have a youtube page at uh sacktown fc we don't have much content up but soon we will and at that time once the season gets back up and running we'll have more content and we would love to do live videos for you while we're uh, at pmp or even at a pub uh, for a party uh, to kind of get the fans involved so make sure you subscribe we do need a hundred subscribers in order for us to do lives. So keep that in mind as well.
1: Yeah. So, you know, please, please give us a subscribe, subscribe to our um, channel. Um, you know, once they actually start constructing the stadium, you know, it's in our plans to, you know, eventually do some lives where we could show you guys the progress of the stadium or even do some um, live podcasting with the construction in the background. That's right. Um, that, that's, that's something that, you know, we, we want to get up on on the pod here and what better than, you know, not only, not only, you know, presenting it to you guys here um, as you guys are listening to the pod, but also, you know, visual. So you guys can actually see how the whole area is looking like, and you guys can almost get a little time-lapse with our videos as well. So,
0: well, don't forget, we have a spot down there too. if If it all goes according to plan, we might actually have a spot where we'll have a, have an area where we'll be able to podcast before and after games in the back of a restaurant yeah right? potentially
1: yeah that, that's that's our goal too so again you know hit that subscribe button we're gonna have more videos for you guys we promise we'll, we'll get more uh, regardless of we you know whether the season comes back um, this month or next month we're gonna have more videos for you guys there too so hit that subscribe button so you guys can you know get notified when we upload our next video
0: that's right. We're, we're looking at June right now, but that's okay. I'll take June as opposed to never. So
1: definitely, I, I
0: couldn't go, I couldn't go another year without soccer.
1: Oh yeah. Same here. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can only play FIFA so much before you're like, all right, let's all right. get the, the real, real thing.
0: deal. <laughs> that's right. So that's a wrap for episode 21. Uh, thanks for listening and remember that we will be dropping podcasts twice a week. So make sure that you have your notifications on as we know you don't want to miss it. And make sure to subscribe and give us some positive comments and feedback, uh, whatever platform you're using. So that way we know that we're doing a good job. And we really appreciate everything that this community has done for us and that we continue to provide content that is meaningful to you. And with that being said, cheers, everybody.
1: Thank you, everyone, for, for that, too. And, you know, if, if anything changes from now till then, we might actually be uploading a podcast maybe more than twice a week. So. You know, again, as John said, you know, just have your notifications on because, you know, we we don't know. Season might be announced officially to be returning in the next month or even the next week. So, yeah, we'll we'll make sure to let you guys know and, you know, be, be back on the pod so we can, you know, get back in the rhythm of the season and start podcasting more about the team again. So, again, thank you guys for listening to us and have a great day.